Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. My name is Simone Vincenzi and I'm your host and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today we have an incredible special guest which is Holly Porter and we are talking with Holly about uh, how to create multiple streams of income and become recession proof. Now in this episode we actually cover uh, the uh, like why is it important to be recession resistant and also how to create different multiple streams of income what kind of multiple streams of income you can create as an expert in your field but also what else can you do once your business is ready to scale and grow and I'm going to share also some of the things that we do as well uh, to an investments that we have outside the um, expert business that we are running. Um, just to give you a bit of information about Holly, she's an international influencer, tra- trailblazer and innovative entrepreneur and philanthropist. She's number, she has eight number one best-selling books, so over a total of 12. She launched and operated nine successful startup companies. She won a Woman of the Year at the Chamber of Commerce, fundraised over $300,000, and also she has eight children, seven grandchildren, and she's married to her husband, which is Scott Porter, and lives in St. George. Now, uh, you will see how deep we go into the generation of the different streams of income and as well how you can do that too. Uh, if you, now, before we get started, remember that if you want to create six-figure presentation, make money selling from the stage, selling from webinars, selling one-to-many, we have created the Ultimate Selling from the Stage Checklist, which is the most comprehensive checklist to create a pitch that sells without selling using manipulative and sleazy techniques. So you can find the link in the show notes. And as well, if you want to connect with like-minded people, expand your network, we have an incredible Facebook group called Explode Your Expert Biz Community. You can find it on Facebook, or the link is in the show notes. And in this group, I'm going to give you uh, exclusive training. You can listen to some of the interviews when are recorded live. Uh, it's because I do some specials in the Facebook group where you can ask your questions as well and uh, also uh, have a shout out uh, when you ask a question and uh, this will all be part of the group. So explore your expert biz community in the Facebook group. Now is uh, time to get started, enjoy the episode, create multiple streams of income and become recession-proof with Holly Porter. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Experts Business Show. I'm here with my good friend, Holly Porter. How are you doing, Holly? Hey, I am awesome. How are you? I am incredibly well. Just came back from, uh, uh, oh my God, I came back from uh, uh, a week uh, in Italy and uh, my mom kept feeding me like a pig. So <laughs> I saw that plate of spaghetti. Yeah, right. That was the one of many. <laughs> I was a little jealous. <laughs> well, you, I gotta say, you were not the only one. I received a lot of messages of how dare you post in this picture of food. But we are not here to talk about food and talk about <laughs> Italian cooking. We are here to talk about building multiple streams of income. Now, 
as a coach or a speaker, this is an industry which is very relevant, which is very connected to our own image and our own personal brand. And so there are a few things that are happening, a few challenges I would love to explore with you. And one of the challenges that we have is uh, the fact that uh, we, we cannot keep selling our time for money. So we are going to look at how do we build different streams of income within our business. But also we're looking at how can we build different streams of income after this business grows as well um, in, a, in other sectors. Because... Uh, Otherwise, you will always be linked. It's a business which is always be linked to your personal image. So I'm really excited uh, about this interview, Oli. You said that you started, you had nine startup companies? Yeah, I've had nine different companies. and Oh, my God. And all by the age of 24? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm like, uh, tell me a bit more about your journey. Uh, how did you end up running all these businesses? Well, you know, I feel like someone needs to hear one thing that came up when you were talking in the beginning, you know, about time for money, because I did that for a lot of years. Sometimes I feel like I still get in that rut because it's a mindset change that we need to make about the way we're taught, right? And the way the world is. And so um, when I had, I had eight children that when Scott and I married each other, we combined eight children. We had seven in the house at one time. And at that okay. time I had a salon and spa and I was working 70 hours a week, probably just to stay away from home, right? It was a little crazy with a bunch of teenagers. And that was the whole time for money thing. You know, it's like I was involved in a lot of different things. And I'm just feeling like someone needs to hear that, you know, it's okay to have that balance. Like there's a time and a place for everything. So for instance, when I was younger, I had a daycare. When I had a daycare, I didn't have a preschool, but later I had a preschool. Because my, my mind couldn't handle both of them at the same time, you know, more, or my sanity. So I'm saying to people as they, you know, we look at people that are like, think they have it all together, but they don't look at the journey that it took them to actually get to there and where they are now. And so, you know, give yourself a break and pat yourself in the back and celebrate the little things because there is a time for you. And if right now is not your season to be doing something that you're, if you're pushing against something and it just feels really, really challenging, then take a step back and look at the big picture because maybe right now your kids need you or your mother that's aging needs you, you know? And I just feel like someone needed to hear that right now. And so give yourself a break. Thank you, Thank you for sharing. Uh, it, is, uh, it is so important to keep this, uh, to keep ourselves in check um, because sometimes what we want or what we think we want and what we are supposed to do, whatever supposed to do means, then uh, there might be two different things. And uh, now it's, it's, it's important to always have this internal check to see are we in alignment with what's required for me, what's really important for me to do right now. And uh, the, the universe, God, whatever it is, it will always give you what and we always show you what is your path in front of you and uh, it's about us keeping that assessment and recognizing it. So thank you. Thank you for sharing all the so now let's talk a bit more about uh, your businesses. Like, uh, why did you decide to start so many companies? I mean, it's, it's already difficult to run one. <laughs> uh, so I, I, uh, let's start with this. Uh, why did you decide to start so many? 
<laughs> okay, so first of all, I'm not that young. So it's been over a lot of years. I started about when I was 12 being an entrepreneur. It's always been in me. And I've had all wow. different kinds of you know businesses. I've had retail businesses. Um, I've had service-based, mostly businesses. Um, like I had the daycare, the preschool, the salon was a 19 year venture. So I had the biggest salon in the city I was in. So we grew and moved locations about four times over, you know, 19 years. So it wasn't like I just said, Oh, let's start another business. I kept that one. I always just kept adding more and I don't necessarily recommend that. But the reason I, I want people to have multiple streams of income. Number one is most millionaires will say to you that they have a minimum of seven streams of income. And that's true for most everyone. Now, if you can be a millionaire, a millionaire, and really make that off of one business, good for you. This is what, what my biggest message is about that, though, is you need your cash cow. So, so many people go, oh, I'm just going to quit my job without a plan. They start being an entrepreneur. I'm going to be a coach. Like, that is a very struggling industry right now. And I know a lot of your clientele are coaches. And so, I'm not saying give up. No, never give up. But you might need to like expand your thinking a little bit and realize you can make it work, but you might need a cash cow. So for me, for instance, um, I had my salon. I had my uh, real estate brokerage inside my salon. I had an office. We had eight business licenses going to this salon at one time. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of those were my kids' businesses. But, you know, my husband has a concrete company and he's had that for many years. And we had a fundraising company. So I did that and worked with a lot of the youth groups when my kids were growing up. And so right. then I had a workforce, right? That was my team. <laughs> I just, it wasn't that, I know some people go, oh, my, that sounds crazy, you know? Yeah, it was a little crazy, I will say, looking back. We made it work. But if you have your cash cow, so like when I started my coaching business, I had my real estate business. And so I knew if I was going to focus on coaching, I needed to make sure my bills were getting paid. And so my real estate... I would do enough of that that would pay all my bills. I call that your cash cow. That's your cash flow. So figure out one thing that's going to pay your bills, okay? So that you can really focus some other energy on what you really want to do. Maybe that is what you want to do. Maybe you love it. I know I'm like rambling. I'm like so much I got to share with people. No, no, it's perfect. It makes it makes absolute sense. Keep going. It's like, and once you get that, then you know you work on this. So this is what I say to people: get your cash cow. When we talk about being recession resistant, when a recession hits, we were in construction and real estate. They were the two worst yeah. Yeah. that hit. We lost over a million dollars in assets. Okay. It sucked. So what I say, get your cash cow, get your side gig. Okay. Mm -hmm. In a recession, those may flip flop. And now your cash cow may be something in a recession that's not recession resistant. And now your side gig has been built up and maybe that's what sustains you through a recession. So you don't lose everything you have or, you know, I mean, just totally bankrupt yourself. Which so, this, this actually, so because you have two different kind of advice, Ollie. I mean, there, there is the, the people that are saying, uh, you know what, uh, you, you must be focused on one thing and make it work, right? Which makes sense in terms of uh, becoming productive, becoming focused, making one thing work instead of having hundred things going on at the same time. Yes, and but okay. So at the same time, yeah. yeah. But at, at the same time, then you have the other line of thought, which is don't put all your eggs in one basket because it's oh, your thing. That's it. <laughs> right. Okay. So, can you expand on that? <laughs> and that's so funny you say that because I say that all the time about being 
you know, multiple streams of income. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You'll end up scrambled. So figure out a way that works for you because, so I do personality profiling. And with right. that, you, if you understand why you do the things you do and then why others do the things that they do, it's a lot easier to number one, be in business period, because you can, you know, match their energy. You can realize like my husband's totally opposite of me. And so are half my kids, which I would have known that. I wish I would have known that growing up. I would have handled a lot of situations differently, but he doesn't have the energy I have. He, I'm like really high strung and he's like, you know, so when you ask someone a question like me and they sit there and you're like, did they hear me? And you ask them again and they say, yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Like that's his energy. So I have to pull back and I have to realize that. So same thing with business. Not everybody can focus on more than one business. That's why I talk about your cash cow. When I rebranded my company to prosperity, the reason I did that was for this very thing we're talking about. I had so many different things going on that people were like, I don't even know what you do. Like, what do you stand for? You know? I mean, I stand for being recession resistant. Okay. I <laughs> That's what you stand for. <laughs> so prosperity for me fit everything I do under one umbrella because I can do anything I want. And prosperity, by the way, is not all about money. You know, you can be prosperous in love, luck, life. I mean, so many things you can be prosperous in. It's that balance. And that's why I help people close the gap to prosperity because I have eight means that I teach with that you know, to help you close that because I use the infinity sign like my necklace. Yeah. So if things aren't flowing, there's a gap, right? And if there's a gap, then there's a leak out of that infinity sign. And so that's what I do is help people close that so that they have that balance. And, and then you can handle more than one thing. Millionaires do not, they do not run all seven or more strings of income themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's so, figure yeah. out not to trade time for money. Yeah, absolutely. So now what I want to know from you is uh, what is, um, so you mentioned that uh, you, during the recession, uh, you had a big hit in your real estate business. Did you already have at that point already other businesses that were supporting you when that happened? And if so, what can you give us a bit more details? Because I'm sure there are other people that can learn just from that experience alone. Um, uh, and I would love to hear that part of the story. Yeah. Well, I always wondered why people lost everything that had jobs because especially government jobs, they were still getting paid. They nothing changed, you know, for them except the equity in their house. Maybe um, for us, I did. I had the salon still at that time. Um, people always need to get their hair. And now, I mean, they cut back on everything. They might wait two more weeks, but you know, people still need their hair done. And the thing you'll find like in the beauty business and husbands, sorry, but wives want to look good, right? Women in general want to look good. And so mm-hmm. when they're depressed during like a recession, they're still spending money. They're, they cut back or they might do it a little more secretively, but they need, they still need to look good because when you look good, you feel good, you know? And yeah. so I had that going for me. So that didn't seem to affect me as much. Real estate, definitely. Um, if you were capitalizing on the short sales and things like that, you were still, you know, doing all right. But gosh, some of those short sales took eight months to a year to even close. So like your deals were spread out. Um, my husband has a very good, uh, concrete business that he's ran and, you know, and because he has integrity and because he has customer service and because he does good work, 
it, it hurt, but it didn't hurt quite as much. Like we didn't all of a sudden like go, whoa, we have nothing and there's no money coming. So that's what you need to do is be recession resistant. So look at how many people went back to college. You know, the bachelor's degree became the new high school diploma. Personally, I would have a doctorate degree for all the classes I've taken, but I'm a little rebellious and I take what I want and what I feel like I need, not what they tell me to. So on my wall are awards, not certificates of graduating because <laughs> I don't care. That's not me. Um, everyone has to do what's right for them. But a lot of people went back to school thinking, oh, if I go back to school, then I'll be able to find that job. And then they found out I mean, how many people do you know that are even working in their field of expertise of college degree? So you just got to figure it out. And there's no reason why you can't have a college degree, have a job and have another income stream or two or three, like, but build one at a time. So build one income stream at a time. This is the focus. So when, uh, which combines the two train of thoughts of being focused on one thing and don't put your, all your eggs in one basket. So you're actually combining the two philosophies. Yes. Build multiple income streams but one at the time. So I'm curious, what kind of income streams do you have active at the moment? Oh, right now? Gosh. Um, <laughs> Where shall I start? <laughs> um, well, I still do a little bit of hair. I don't usually even tell anybody because like, I want to keep those skills because I've been a hairdresser and a master esthetician for over 30 years. And I, and I have the passion, but my body will give out before my passion does on that. So I do a little bit of that. That's a very little income stream. Um, I do affiliates for their companies, which we can talk about here in a, in a second. Mm -hmm. um, I do still real estate. And so I sell mostly land right now just because I travel a lot. Um, I speak. Um, I do coaching. My new favorite is I have a year-long mastermind that I do because I know how much that has moved my business forward than anything is being able to mastermind with powerful people mm -hmm. because you have it's just so powerful. And I, you know, I've been on the think and grow ritual tour and that book, if you haven't read it, first of all, read it, but it, it just supports the mastermind and it just speaks to my heart. So really that those are some of my passion. My husband still has his concrete business. I have very little now to do with that. I, I'm not a book work person cause I'm not a detailed person. So I also do publishing. I have a publishing company. So I work with people to get their books to print. And then I also do like anthology books. Like right now I'm doing a speaker book. So I have 20 uh, called sought after speakers that are coming and they're coming together collectively and answering questions in a book to be able to be a published author, but they get their own custom cover that's all theirs and they get to be in chapter one. So now that's helping serve them. So when they go speak, they have something, you know, the, bit, yeah. the book's really a new business card. I mean, it's something that you don't necessarily look as an income stream, but how you can use it as an income stream is now it positions you more as the expert you get more speaking gigs. By getting more speaking gigs, you're going to be able to close more deals. Closing more deals is going to make you more money. Boom, income stream. Absolutely. In fact, I want to just give a shout out to with, uh, the people that joined right now. We have Lisa, we have Michelle, which is a question. Uh, we have uh, as well, uh, Ben Chai. Actually, Ben Chai is a great example. He built 
by himself and also for other people, builds multiple streams of income. And also uh, he actually created a, a, a book called Social Magnetism. And that's going into, the, into what you're talking about right now. Oh, let's connect. Yeah, no, absolutely. You guys should absolutely connect because uh, then leverage it with a TEDx talk and then uh, also to get other uh, clients and so on. So that's exactly what you're talking about is how do you use the assets that you have and uh, then uh, future like recession proof yourself, recession proof uh, what you have. I have a, a question from Michelle Raymond and Michelle is asking, what is the strategy that you have used more recently to get out of a state of procrastination? Ooh. Wow. Um, yeah. Two P words, procrastination and patience. Um, first of all, you got to learn to have some of those to deal with it. Right. Uh, my husband's a procrastinator. I'm not really. Uh, so it's been hard to watch that. I think when, I think a lot of it is your mindset. I think it's just figuring out like what motivates you. That goes back to the personality profiling. You know, when you know what, why you do the things you do. So figure out like, why, why is it you're doing that? You know, and what it is that motivates you now, maybe set a goal of something that will reward you that motivates you, but it'll make you not procrastinate. You know, there's that balance there too. So I don't know if that answered it, but I think I would figure out, what it is that motivates you so that you can get out of that? That's what I do for myself is think. Yep. Um, what Perfect. Can I do? So yeah, check out uh, inner check of what is that motivates you. So then uh, it kind of pulls you instead of, uh, oh my God, I need to get it done. And then it never happens. <laughs> but, taxes big time. We had our accountant passed away that did them for 19 years. And we were like three years behind. I just got, and I just got them all done. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So now let's move into, um, I want to check now. Uh, so we're talking about uh, building uh, multiple streams of income. We have explored a bit more. Uh, and for those of you that just joined now in the group and explored your expert business group uh, in, in live interview, then uh, we're interviewing the one and only Holly Porter uh, talking about how to build multiple streams of income. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, then I'm sure you're going to, uh, you're enjoying it. The, the interview so far, like I'm doing. Uh, I want to talk a, a bit more about uh, the um, kind of like the, the different streams of income that we can build as coaches or speakers in the beginning. Because I want to, I want to divide in two parts. One is at the beginning stage, what can you do to build like multiple assets and streams of income in your coaching and speaking business? And then moving on into the next part, which is okay. Now that you have a bit of money, what can you do? And how can you add the extra revenues or make that money work for you as well? So uh, let's start with the first part. What kind of assets can you build as a coach, a speaker, or trainer to build multiple streams of income in your business? Yeah. Well, the first one's when you're starting out, you know, I've, it's hard to start out without a little bit of a nest egg because, you know, it's, it's like, think of this. If you go bought a brick and mortar business or any business, you know, a value, you have to have an investment. So when you're starting out like as a coach or a speaker, you need a little bit of a nest egg or an investment because you're lucky if you can all of a sudden start making money instantly. You know, if you're going to speak to sell. A lot of people, I do my own events. And so when I get speakers that say, oh, I don't pay to play. Oh, I get paid to speak. Great. Good for you. I don't, I don't think that's as easy to find anymore as it used to be. Just heads up. I know a lot of speakers that are willing to look at all 
So pay to pay to play in case you don't know what that is, is when somebody does an event and you actually pay to get on their stage, but you can pay to sell something. You can pay to have a booth. You can get leads. You can do rev share, which is when if you do sell something on stage, they get usually 50% of whatever you're selling. So you need to do all the numbers and it's really important. I feel to have a coach if you're not in that and you don't understand how that works, hire somebody who does, you know, I know you, you, you can help people with that too. You just need to have that figured out ahead of time. So that nest egg, so you can get it. And then you can look at the different models, a book. Of course I'm a publisher. I'm going to say, get a book, you know, it, it's not, I have like, um, I have little ones for those of you that I can actually see, like that's one of my little ones. It's a, uh, five by, no, not five by seven, five by five, I think. Anyway, just it's 60 pages, get something. So you at least have something like it didn't take long to create something like that. You can do it quickly. It's not expensive. Um, get something so that you now you're more of an expert. So when you go, you have something at your table to actually, you know, sell. you can do a giveaway, you know, do the book signings. Like we, we were having that chat earlier where you have something now at your table. If you don't have a product created, digital products are huge. So if you can get passive income coming in, get paid, get the cash to register ringing while you're sleeping. That's a double win. And then, you know, if you, if you pay to play, you got to be careful, make sure it's your right audience. If they have a hundred people, but nobody in there is your right audience and you sell nothing, you just pay thousands of dollars, you know, probably to get up on that stage. But if they're your, you can have 30 people that are your right audience and now all of a sudden you're making money. So those are just some, some quick ways. Affiliates. Let's touch on that real quick. Is that okay? Go for it. Absolutely. Please. So affiliates, for instance, I, uh, this just happened this morning. So I have a $5,000 signature spot at my event. I only let one person get that spot because it's not a pitch fest event. So they don't sell that one person can sell. They get 45 minutes and they can have their product. But I like tools because I don't want another coach there necessarily because I'm teaching people mm -hmm. the mastermind skills. So I want like somebody who's teaching social media, this particular person teaches um, people to have business credit. So they don't use their own credit to get in debt. By the way, best way to get, you know, recession reproof right there, get all your stuff, all your business stuff under your business name, not your personal. And then when the recession hits, you don't lose everything under your personal yep. house or whatever. Okay. Just a little side note. Um, but very he, important side note. Very, <laughs> very important. I didn't know that for a lot of years and, and I still have a lot of things under my personal, you know, it, it, it's a transition. You just need to figure it out. So come to Las Vegas, November 1st and 2nd, and you can, you can hear all about it. He'll, he'll be there, but he signed up. So he took that $5,000 spot. Well, the gal that referred him is one of my affiliates. She made 20% guys. That's a thousand dollars. She just made today to give me his name. So if you know people, if you don't get to know people that have events and have big programs or little programs, and when you use, when you refer them, you get a cut of that. And so that's a great way to make money. And a lot of people don't even realize that. In fact, I cannot believe all the conversations I'm having with people for speaking at my event that like, slow down. What does that mean? Like they don't even understand the languaging. So that's again, why you would want a mentor or a coach because they'll help you learn and understand all that. Yeah, you need to, if you want to be in an industry, you need to understand how this industry works. <laughs> and uh, that's because if you understand how to navigate the industry and how to leverage different parts of the industry, then absolutely, you're going to be way more effective rather than figuring out everything on your own. I mean, everything can be self-learned. It's just that it takes a 
hell of a lot of long time and trial and error. So someone can, uh, can definitely help you out. Uh, so now we talked about uh, how to build uh, like different streams of income uh, within uh, your business. So to recap, we talked about online courses. We talked about having books. Uh, we're talking about um, uh, public speaking and uh, selling product or services uh, from the stage. We talked about, well, what you're doing, which is then your one-to-one -one is one of the streams of income or group program or mastermind program that you're running, Holly. Um, I, I want to just say something on the play-to-play -to, -play to expand on that because it is something that I do a lot. And people say here at, in the US uh, is way more used than in the UK. I, in, the, in the US, uh, it's kind of standard. You go, you want to speak, you pay. That, that's it. While in the, in the UK is something that now is getting, unless it's like the huge event, even in the smaller one, now is taking, uh, this model is getting adopted even more. So all you already said, make sure that the audience is the right audience. And then the other thing I would confirm is that make sure that also your product and your services are the right product or services. So you have already sort out your backend of the business and you've already sold some because uh, if then you're using that pay to play gig as your first testing round, now you know that you've spent thousands of pounds or thousands of dollars hoping <laughs> that is not going to work. Now, if I pay, I know that if I pay something, I'm going to get something back if it's the right audience. And it's almost mathematical. And you arrived at that point after you speak and speak and speak. But please don't let a pay-to-play gig be the first one if you want to make your money back. But yeah. it's great for exposure or leveraging exposure because then, uh, you know, it's cost, going to cost you any way less in terms of time, money, and effort and putting up your own bloody event. <laughs> that's, that's the other part of people condemn the pay to play. Oh, why are you paying to play? Like, have you organized your own event? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I lost $7,000 US dollars my first event. So it's like, oh, wow, this was expensive. Exactly, exactly. So uh, that was a slight digression just because it uh, is a topic that I'm super, super passionate about and that I, I do almost uh, every you week. create your own stage by doing, start out with workshops. You know, if you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll just do Thank my you. own event, have a workshop, do free workshops just to get names and people you can follow up with. And like, you do have to do some things um, <laughs> with no charge. I mean, that's just kind of how it works. We all need to give you know, that's how the world goes around. So, mm -hmm. so uh, we have a question from uh, Ben Chai. It says that he has created different, uh, different products and he's asking if you have any recommendation in terms of the best platforms to sell and deliver them or to host those products. Ooh, gosh, um, I know. I, I like to kind of bounce around. I'm a loyal person when I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to share the best platform right now because he's a friend of mine. Can I, can I do that? I'll, I'm going to totally plug him. Sinduit, S Y N D U I T.com. Yep. I repeat it again. Sinduit, S Y N D U I T.com. And I think, I think I actually have now an affiliate. So I'm going to like model what I'm sharing. I think it's called or Sinduit. Let's see. Sinduitwithholly.com. I don't know if he has it set up yet, but that's what he gave me. And he did a podcast with me on my show. And the guys are brilliant. They've got CRMs. They've got automatic posters for 
very professional um, stuff. They've got uh, webinars already created for you. Go check it out. It's like you can get the highest package for like 70 US dollars, which is less for you in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing content, like very professional. You can pick different, um, like I, I have all of them because I'm a, I'm an early adapter. I like to jump on board. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so sin, do it, guys. Now uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's probably. I mean, I do still have Infusionsoft I'm using, but I am going away from it because it's just it is expensive. It's keeping track of my affiliate stuff right now, but Sinduit's coming out with their affiliate program by the first year, so I'm excited like that because you can spend. I, I've done ClickFunnels, you know, three hundred dollars a month. It's just I I always am willing to work at things, and I don't just get it for a short period of time. I really give it a fair shot, and then I'm yeah. it can't be too complicated for me. But get a get a VA or an assistant as soon as you can, because if you're not a detailed person like me, that'll make you crazy. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so now let's move uh, into the other uh, the other part, uh, the other question I want to ask you is, uh, um, let's say you've built now you got some money. Uh, from this, uh, from your coaching and speaking businesses, um, what have you found personally that uh, uh, could have been a good way to use that money uh, to build the different streams of income for yourself, uh, mm-hmm. or it can be for yourself, or it can be even other people that you know and how they use them. Well, I'm going to give you a hint. Um, my family are big preppers, and so we're—I dare say—gun people. I would. My dad's always invested in guns. He's had those because the guns will keep their value. And when things go bad, the guns will always have their value. Silver, gold, you have to watch, you know, when you're buying it. Silver is going to be going up as my brother has a pawn shop. So he works in lots of silver stuff. Um, yeah. That's somewhere. I say diversify though. Don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. We're going to use that again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm a real estate broker, like most people I know that I've made a lot of money if you ask them, one of their streams of income is real estate. Real estate, yeah. For instance, when we had the recession, if I would have been on the other side and had rentals at that time, guess what? Rentals are full. They, you can't even find rentals because so many people were losing their homes, so they needed to rent. So the people that had homes to rent, they didn't, they didn't suffer, right? That was great for them. We now have Airbnb. You can do things. There's so many ways that you can make income streams off of real estate. So like raw land necessarily isn't the best because you, you've got to have money to invest in it and then it sits until, you know, the market comes up. But I would say uh, anything with that you can have properties and own, own your own properties, a fourplex, you know, a lot of people build a duplex and they live in one side and they rent out the other and it pays their house payment. Um, so that, because I do real estate, real estate investing is probably still, and if you can set yourself up now, even if it's getting, by the way, this is a plug get a line of credit. If you own a home, make sure you have a line of credit. It doesn't mean you, you have, you owe it because you're only going to get charged interest Mm -hmm. for it. Use it. But when the recession comes again and it will, we're way past due, just so you know, this, you know, everything does this. Yeah. It has to, when it hits again, you're not going to be able to get that line of credit more than likely you won't qualify. They're going to, the banks are going to do this. And so if you have it now, it's set up. So set yourself up for success because I don't think debt's such a bad thing if it's working in your favor. That's my opinion. That's a very, very good point. Uh, um, in particular, because uh, as you said, there is, uh, there is going to be up and down. There is going to be up and downs. And uh, then 
is about then finding different ways in which you can use that money. Um, I found that, for example, something that we do uh, is um, uh, investing in other businesses and investing in other companies in industries that uh, uh, we, we know. Uh, for example, we have invested now into uh, small recruitment agencies to help them grow and scale. And then uh, the plan is uh, for that company is then to sell uh, one day and sell them to get, to get our payout um, and, uh, and also to provide our services as well to the companies that we've invested in. So now we are investors and uh, deliver a service at the same time. So there, there are different ways in which you can use your money. If someone now has a bit of cash and they say, okay, where do I start? How can I find what's the best way for me? What would you suggest in that situation? I would get, honestly, I would get a financial planner, like really have them look at that because um, I mean, there's so many ways to put things, but I don't think I'd put it in one place. If I had a, a nest egg, you know, I mean, real estate, I feel like because we have a recession coming, if you can get an income producing property, that would be probably the one place I would put all of it, you know, is, right. is on property. Or if you had a hundred thousand dollars, for instance, and you could get in to four properties for $20,000 each, you're better off to do that and have four income deducing properties than spending that money and putting it all in one home. So you just have to be smart about it that way. Um, there's companies that do it like what you said, but they actually do the real estate investing for you. So you invest in them and then they, they get the best deals, you know, for you to get, you know, your money on that. But I, I would, if I didn't do that, I would diversify. I would buy definitely silver. I would invest in, um, you know, stocks are so iffy, but I still would do it. I would, there's just so many ways you could put your money, but a financial advisor, I also look at insurance policies. Like those are, are amazing. There's some really cool ones I've been learning about. So if you get a financial planner that, that, you know, also sells like life insurance, you, there's some stupid ones out there. Get, get them. <laughs> right, that's good. So the, the advice here is um, if goes with someone that you know, that you can trust, uh, that they know what they're talking about. Check them out just because they sound good and they look good. Doesn't mean they're good. So yeah. <laughs> But you can find out anything about anybody. So like really it's on our, it's on us to figure that out. Right. Yes. Third resources. Awesome. Holly, now I want to go and move to the last part of the interview, which is lifting the veil. That's where I'm asking you to share a tool or resource that you use that is worth sharing that makes your life or business easier. What's that for you? For me, it's, it's starting by morning out, right? You know, it's, it's um, just getting in balance with myself because I notice, for instance, if you grab your phone first thing, which I have done, I can't tell you how many times I'm guilty. That's why I do this. If I don't grab my phone first thing in the morning and look at that screen, there's a negative energy to it immediately, you know, but if I get up and I just have a routine, whatever that is for you and whatever that works for you, for your energy, you know, if you had to get up 20 minutes earlier to take care of, you know, some things or exercise a little bit or whatever, you know, or just relax if you're an introvert, you know, before you go out into the world and get bombarded with everything that life brings you, I would say get that balance first thing. If you're a night person, maybe you need to do that at night. I'm not, I'm, I, I need my sleep. So I'm not a night owl, but I get up really early. And if I miss that, it, it just sets the tone for the whole day. And if I don't do it, I feel like that. So for me, it's just that self-care tool. I didn't know what self-care was until probably 
five years ago. I like didn't even know the word really. And I had a salon and spa, but that's because I did it for everybody else, you know? So I just looked at it from a different perspective and you'll be able to be so much more productive. The other, the other tip I would say is they found if you work 50 minutes, set a timer for 50 minutes and then take a 10 minute break, you know, and if that's too much for you, you can adjust or if it's not enough, adjust. But figure out like what your time span, because I notice if I'll just stop for a minute, stand up, stretch, you know, run to the restroom, get a drink, whatever, that break, you'll be so much more productive. Absolutely. So start your day right Mm -hmm. and uh, take care of yourself and don't uh, just push through and uh, work super hard, but make sure that you get get breaks so then you can be more productive. Yeah, awesome. Holly, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you here. Now, I know that people want to get in touch with you. They want to uh, see what you're up to. So where can they connect with you and what do you have for our people? Oh, wow. So I have a lot of things. Um, One thing I'd like to give them is one of my books. It's called Inbox, Outbox, Unbox, No Box, Four Steps to Delete Your Box Thinking. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Can you repeat the title for me? I love it. Right. Here's the men. There's a men and a female version. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a fast read, but it's like, there's a quiz. If you were a shoe, what kind of shoe would you be? And it teaches you how to get out of the box thinking. So it's more of a mindset book, but it also teaches you a little bit about yourself and, and the energies and how you work. And I'm happy to send anyone, I'll give you a number to text and you just give me your email and I will text it, or I mean, I'll email it back to you. It's uh, the number 702. Isaac, can you give us the country code as well? Oh, do we have a country code? Isn't it just one? Plus one, yeah, plus one. Okay, plus one, (laughs) 702-907-6723. And that's 1-702-907-6723. And you can email me at holly at hollyporter.com if that's easier and you don't want to text just send me an email and say hey you said you'd send me a free box book just call i call it the box book so it's easier. <laughs> all right so if you guys are watching live make sure you text holly we're gonna put the um uh we're gonna put the phone number and the email here in the comments uh down the face under the facebook live uh if you are listening and recording on the podcast then uh, you can scroll down and you will find that there's going to be holly's phone number and as well her email address you can contact her to get your free box book uh, can you repeat the title again i loved it so much <laughs> Box, outbox, unbox, no box, four steps to delete your box thinking. I freaking love it. Awesome. So make sure you get a book and um, uh, get in touch with Holly. We are going to be also the social media accounts of Holly. So then you can uh, you, you can stalk her in a good way uh, to see what she's up to, all the speaking gigs that she does, uh, and uh, also when she runs incredible projects like her event that she's, uh, she's putting up right at the moment, and as well the um, different book series that, uh, she's, uh, that she's launching. Oli, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. Thank you for having me.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching live, thank you for watching live. It's been an absolute pleasure having you uh, here on the show. Thank you for following. Uh, if you want to watch the live and you're listening on the podcast, then make sure you join our Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz Community. Uh, that's where this uh, live uh, broadcast is for our private community, uh, where you can connect with the incredible like-minded people that are there to help and support each other, and as well getting incredible uh, behind the scene content on how to build a successful coaching and speaking business. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe right now. Click that juicy button and uh, let us know what you enjoy the most, leaving a review and letting us know what you enjoy the most about this interview with Holly. Holly has been a, again, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. Yeah.